When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met fellow adventurers, I'm still in Sangard Island. Last time I got an item, so let's see what we got. It's using your skill of Arcania, you look carefully through the items you are carrying to identify any that are currently unidentified. It is the unidentified Red Hill Data Dagger has been identified as the Blood Hill. 16 XP to Arcania. Let's have a closer look at it. The Bloodhelt Dagger. Melee weighting 5, so I'm never going to equip that. The deep red hilt of this ornate dagger is reminiscent of the colour of blood. The plumber of this weapon is engraved to resemble a horrifying, scowling face. He discovered this dagger in a hidden space in the lower level of Sangard Keep. This weapon is of magical quality. But that's enough of that. Let's meet Kafakir, and he has a job for us. This adventure is called The Outpost. In the forested hills along the southern edge of the Warring Wood. An Emily Enclave has been discovered. Alright, start this adventure. When you are approached by Thakir and asked if you are ready to lend your service to the cause, your heartbeat sleeps. It's the first true hint of adventure you've had since setting foot on the island. It's a troubling matter, really, he says, when the two of you are alone in the privacy of the chambers within the keep. My commanders have been telling me for weeks of raids against our patrols, Along the outer markers. What, what are these outer markers? The outer markers are a broad line of stone columns that mark the edge of the hold and the beginning of those portions of the Sangal Island not under human control. Yet. Without Norwalk, they say, are coming from the southern edge of the Warring Wood. It seems we have at last found the source of this trouble. Now it tells you that a group of scouts have has located a cave just inside the southern edge of the Warring Wood. According to the scouts, the cave and the area around it show signs of recent habitation. I'm certain the cave is serving as an outpost for the Narok, he says resolutely. I'm asking you, Tally's Junior, to personally investigate it and take whatever means necessary to ensure the attacks on our patrols cease. He politely asks Fakir why he doesn't send a large force to deal with the goblins, though he seems initially put off by the question. 
Is the meat being a softened? And he gives you what you feel is an honest answer. You've been forbidden to move beyond the outer markers by the order of the Thane, he says. It's not my recommendation, mind you. We must all follow orders. The scouts who brought me this information acting on my command, Callies Jr. Now shall be to blame if word of their excursion past the markers reaches certain ears. I'm prepared to accept the consequences for it. For if you're by acting, I may lessen the danger of those serving under me. I believe I do. You tell Vakir that you are willing to deal with the suspected Narawak outpost. He seems pleased by your eager acceptance of the task. He displays a map of the southern portion of the island, pointing out both the warring wood and the precise location of the cave believed to be serving as a Narawak lair. Armed with the location of the cave and Fakir's assurance, you may safely pass the outer markers. Decide to proceed at once with your mission. Alucor wishes you luck. He tells you your acceptance of the task has already told him much of what he has desired to learn about your character. Report back to me when you need to. Antalius Jr., take care. To reach the suspected now Arcout's post, select the travel option from Soundguard Keep and make your way to the Warring Wood. Alright. Yes, your praise, your praise stack here with some of your recent discoveries will report to him on the progress of your mission. Listen carefully and the report commends you on a fine showing thus far. He tells you to report back to him as needed. Alright. Travel from Sangard Keep to the hold, the southern Sangard, the Taken Lands, contains the Warring Wood, and in the Warring Wood, there is a cave. I visit the cave. You make your way to the edge, Warring Wood, and soon find yourself standing before the cave you've came here seeking. You're standing at the edge of the dark mouth of the well-hidden cave, just inside the southern edge of the Warring Wood. The rugged, hilly, hilly forest terrain that surrounds the cave provide ample cover should you wish to rest here. But first, I'm going to tend to my mount. Yep, good. Yep, because you lose your bonus if it gets too tired. Time to enter the cave. So, you can enter this cave from the northern or the, the southern mouth. I'm just going to enter the cave from here. Gripping your trusted light source, and with your and with every nerve tingling in anticipation of the danger you're likely to face within, you take your first cautious steps into the cave. You're standing just inside the mouth of the cave. Now and again, distant, sometimes muffled sound reach your ears from somewhere deep in the twisting passages this inviting, of this uninviting lair. Strange echoes and distant muffled sounds reach your ears, serving to confuse and unnerve you as you proceed with great caution along the dark, twisting cave passages. Okay, something scuttles across your feet in the darkness. Oh no! Okay, I'm in the southwestern corner, and there's something to the north. Suddenly, 
Pick a random number. Bonus of 53. 18 for a woodmanship. 35 from V3. Got to get 50 or more, so it's guaranteed. Success! 128. 8 XP to general. Suddenly spot a well-concealed length of thin cord stretch across the breadth of the passage ahead. A closer examination reveals that the cord is the triggering mechanism for an elaborate and deadly trap that would have caused a slab of stone suspended from the ceiling to fall upon you. After a few moments of careful, tedious work, you managed to successfully disarm the trap. Okay, I'll go to the west. Nothing there. Okay, ooh, I'm getting up, getting more towards the centre, and there's something blocking a crossroad. A slow but steady progress along the shadowy cave passage is brought to a abrupt halt by a sudden and unwelcome sighting of a group of Nowaks standing just ahead. The horrid creatures, their faces hideously decorated with dried streaks of blood, have yet to spot you. You can distinctly see at least three of the goblins, though there could well be more of them further along in the gloom. I'm going to attack them. You spring forward and charge the goblins, and soon find yourself confronted by a total of five of the savage creatures. The cool shrieks of your goblin foes echo off the walls of the passage as they throw themselves at you in a frenzied, bloodthirsty attack. Begin combat. The vicious goblins savagely tear at you with their claws. Ooh, I just went into battle wage. And they are slain. Five XP. Distant shrieks of other goblins still infesting you. this lair reach your ears. You hurriedly set off on your way. So, I'm going towards the northwestern... Ooh, something unexpected and unwelcome looms out the darkness ahead. A trio of Nawak emerge from the shadows and immediately charge forward and attack. The vicious goblins tear at you with their claws. Brutal stroke for nine damage. and But nevertheless, they are slain. Five XP. You spend a few moments making certain there are no more of the wicked goblins lurking about in the shadows. Only when you're certain you know you're no, you're no longer in any imminent danger do you once again set off on your way along the passage. Okay. Your progress along the cave passage is suddenly interrupted. A trio of Nakarok emerge from the shadows to immediately charge forward and attack. Vicious goblins tear at you with their claws and are slain. 5 XP. Alright, keep exploring. Oh, it's a lone Nadawak emerges from the shadows. Mutant charges forward and attacks. Mutant, I respect your courage, but not your stupidity. The Nadawak strikes you with a crude bone-bladed sword. And you are and he is slain. 5 XP. Yep, and check, check my surroundings. Something scuttles. Wash your feet in the darkness. Okay, I'm in the northwest part. There's something to the west. A slow but your slow but steady progress on the shadowy cave is brought to an abrupt halt by the sudden and unwelcome sighting of a group of Nowarks standing just ahead. The horrid creatures, their faces hideously decorated with dried streaks of blood, 
have yet to spot you. You can distinctly see at least three of the fishers' goblins, though there could well be more of them further along in the gloom. I'm going to attack them. You spring forward and charge the goblins, and soon find yourself confronted by a total of five of the savage creatures. The cruel shrieks of your goblin foes echo off the walls of the passage as they throw themselves at you in a frenzied, bloodthirsty attack. It's five, Nawarok. Ooh, a brutal stroke for ten damage as the goblins savagely tear at you with their claws. They keep tearing, but I go into battle wage and finish them off. Five XP. As, you, as the distant shrieks of other goblins still infesting this there reach your ears, you hurriedly set off on your way. Something unexpected and unwelcome looms out of the passage ahead. About the darkness ahead and the passage ahead, three Narok emerge from the shadows and immediately charge forward and attack. The vicious goblins savagely tear at you with their claws but are slain. 5 XP from that. Alright, there's in the south, in the northwest corner, there's something. The moment you step into this small jagged alcove at the end of the passage, a strange silvery mist forms and wackably envelops you. As you struggle to move free of the thick mist, you're suddenly taken aback by the appearance of an apparition of a face smiling face of a young, beautiful woman. Have you come here freely? Do you seek only riches and reward, she says, her voice soft and seemingly distant. Fortune alone pales in the light of the true secrets this place holds. Before you can respond, the face and the mist fade quickly, fade swiftly from view, leaving you alone in the passage. Ooh. Something unexpected and unwelcome looms out of the darkness ahead. A small group of Nowark emerge from the shadows and immediately charge forward and attack. There's four of them this time. Tear at you with their claws, but are slain. Five XP for those. Right, nothing more in that northwest corner. Okay, making my way to... We're in the middle now, there's something coming up. What could it be? Your slow but steady progress along the shadowy cave passage is brought to an abrupt halt by the sudden and unwelcome sighting of a group of Nowrocks standing dust ahead. The horrid creatures, their faces hideously decorated with dry streaks of blood, have yet to spot you. You can distinctly see at least three of the vicious goblins. There could well be more of them further along in the gloom, so I can attack them, or I could sneak back to the west and have to attack them later. So I'll just attack them now. And spring forward and charge the goblins, and soon find yourself confronted by a total of three of the savage creatures. The cruel shrieks of your goblin foes echo off the walls of the passage as they throw themselves at you in a frenzied, bloodthirsty attack. It's three, Naranok. They tear at you with their claws. And they are slain, 5xp. As, as the distant shrieks of other goblins still infesting this lair reach your ears, 
you hopefully set off on your way. Okay, going to the south part. Something's coming up. Oh, yep, it's another group. Same as before, I'm going to attack them. It's five this time. Can I fight them? They tear at you with their claws. They sometimes lay brutal strokes for, say, seven damage. But nevertheless, they are slain. Five XP. Okay. There's some... There's a little... There's a little passage jutting out to the southeast. Oh, it's another group first. I'll attack them. It's five of them once more. They tear at you with their claws. They're slain. Five XP. Okay, in the southeast corner. The moment you step into the small, jagged alcove at the end of the passage, a strange silvery mist forms and rapidly envelops you. As you struggle to move free of the thick mist, you are suddenly taken aback by the appearance of a, an apparition of a face, the smiling face of a young, beautiful woman. I'm in hell, she says. Her voice soft and seemingly distant. You will find me in the hells. Before you can respond, the face and the mist fade swiftly from view, leaving you alone in the passage. Okay. Just exploring all the bits. Alright, going to the north passage. Oh, it's three of them. Three Nowak emerge from the shadows and immediately charge forward and attack. I mean, haven't you seen all the the blood on my sword? Well, my mace, actually. They tear at you with claws. And they are slain. 5 XP. Alright. Okay, making my way to the northern end. Edge. Oh, there's an alcove sticking into the north side. The uneven walls and floors of this small alcove, the end of the cave passage, are smeared with dry blood. The smears that cover the grave wall, cave wall at the north end of the alcove appear to be done quite winsomely. Quite certain some horrid Nowrock ceremony has taken place here. Head back south. Another alcove. Oh, no, wait, it's the... This is the northern entrance here. You're standing just inside the mouth of the northern mouth of the cave. And again, distant muffled sound reach your ears somewhere deep in the twisting passages of this uninviting lair. The faint but welcoming glow of daylight pierces the glooms of the north. Going south. Ooh. Four now arc emerge from the shadows and immediately charge forward and attack. Aren't they running out? Brutal stroke and a slain. Five XP. Ooh, another four. Five XP. Okay, there's 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 something to the east and something to the south. I'll go south first. The passage you've been following suddenly opens into a small, roughly circular chamber of stone, in the centre of which lies the massive carcass of a black bear. 
Standing around the dead bear was a group of seven Nowak. One of the head as and as one of their heads turned slowly in our direction. The largest of the hideous goblins, his head nearly level with your shoulder, separates himself from the others and fixes his steely gaze on you. You are shocked to note the apparent lead of this savage crew has no arms. Two short stumps of flesh. Gruesome evidence of a brutal encounter somewhere in this wicked creature's past. Poke, poke out from the sides of his thick high tunic. Your eyes drop to his feet where they fall upon a strange and unsettling sight. A spiked tip of strip of hide is wrapped around both of his ankles, and on the side of both of his feet extend sharp metal blades. It appears that this fiendish enemy of man has found a way to make up for his missing appendages. Speaking harshly in his native tongue, the Nowark leader thrusts his head in your direction. At once, the other six goblins charge forward. Their swords and axes poised to cut you down at the hest of their feared war chief. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as the first three Nowark warriors bear down on you. It's three now, what warriors? Well, that shouldn't be a problem. I've taken on five at once with no real issues. They tear at you with their claws. Brutal stroke for seven damage. And they are slain. Alright, the other three, I assume, five XP. You leap over the corpses of the goblin stone across the ground at your feet and prepare to engage the next three. With unnerving speed, the trio of shrieking Nowark warriors rush forward and surround you, cutting off any means of escape from the chamber. You steal yourself for a brutal melee as you engage your savage foes in a fight to the death. Not my death, but their death. My death is theoretically possible, but it's going to be their death. Goblin warriors savagely tear at you with their claws. Ooh, brutal stroke for ten damage. And they are slain. The armless now rock war chief moves across the chamber, gazing down with disdain at the remains of his six kinsmen, now littering the floor of the cave all around you. Without warning, the fearsome goblin warrior leaps into the air and thrusts out his white leg, Sending the blades astride of his white foot, hurtling across the chamber towards you. So I've got a few options now. I could just dodge them. Use fortification, telekinesis, or shadow magic. I'll use shadow magic, because that'll creep this guy. This will creep this guy out. Succeeded. Eight expeditions shadow magic. The shadows of your own arms, in answer to your summons, immediately elongate and ensnare the two speeding missiles. As the shadows retract, they safely deposit both blades on the cave floor. The Nowark Warchief snarls and bounds across the chamber towards you. With a fury of acrobatic kinks, kicks each one designed to land one of the spike bands. That encircle his ankles on the side of your head. Your savage Poe quickly puts you back on your heels to struggle to fend off his initial assault. 
after narrowly dodging his first series of attacks. You swiftly counter with your own, hoping to put down the fearsome goblin warchief before he can unleash any further surprises on you. I fight an armless Narawak warchief. Because you see, if I what if I didn't kill him, I'd be being prejudiced against disabled people. Possibly. <laughs> yes, I mean, if he had his arms, I would kill him. So obviously, I can't not kill him just because he doesn't have his arms. That would be prejudiced. So instead, I'm killing him because he's a goblin. Oh, admittedly, he tried to kill me first, but I'm invading his home. I don't know. You can't expect... <laughs> Look, this is medieval times. We haven't invented being woke yet. <laughs> the Narawak Warchief executes a dazzling spinning kick aimed at your head. Oh, I just went into battle wage. Yeah, Why?! Are you taking so long to die? Ah, stop waiting, our stop waiting, our infantry. Ah, stop waiting. But but wait, you're waiting. No, no, you're waiting. Anyway, yeah, slain your foe. Thirty-seven XP. With the final wagging gasp. The vicious Narok chief slumps to the ground, expires at your feet. You step back from his corpse and quickly scan the edges of the chamber, lest any of his brethren will remain lurking in the shadows, preparing to catch the slayer of their chief off guard. Thankfully, you appear to be alone. You turn your attention to Narok chief's corpse and discover... Several gemstones in a hide bag tied to his waist. Wasting no time, you scoop up the valuable gems. It's two garnets, two ed three emeralds and three rubies. They would fetch... They would fetch a fair, fair price in the right place, but I'm just going to keep them. You're about to look away from the goblin's corpse and examine the remains of the other goblins you slew here when you spot something lying on the ground to the left of the dead chieftain. Leaning down, you peer close closely at the small object and are puzzled to find out it's a flat piece of stone that bears a crude etching of a hawk in flight. Not certain of its possible importance, if any, you decide to take the item with you. Small etched stone. This small flat stone bears a crude etching of a hawk in flight. You discover this curious object near the body of the Nalrock chief you slew in the cave outpost on the southern edge of the Warring Wood. A quick but thorough search of the remainder of the chamber, including the corpses of the other goblins and the carcass of the slain Black Blair. Bear turns up nothing of interest. With no desire to limber here a moment longer, you check over your equipment and once again prepare to set off on your way through the cave. Okay, but what is what was to the east? You stare down in horror and revulsion at the sight that greets your eyes in the wide alcove at the end of the passage. Lined up against the jagged eastern wall of the alcove are the severed heads of three Nowak. 
We can't imagine what action these three might have taken would led to such a savage punishment at the hands of their own kin. Alright, now I'm just gonna... Now I'm just going to finish... Now this dungeon, you can just spend as long exploring it as you want. It doesn't end when you get to... when you beat that boss which was there. And even after you finish the quest, I think you can still come back to it. Which is something, I guess, because there's quite a few little secrets in this place. Alright, I'm in, a, in the southeast side now. There's something to the east. A slow but steady... Yep, yeah, it's another group of Nowarok. I shall attack these goblins. There's five of them. Fight, 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 fight. Fighty, 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 fight. Right, 5xp. Something scuttles across my feet. Okay. There's one last thing to look at to the east. The moment you step into the small, jagged alcove, the end of the passage, a strange silvery mist forms and wackably envelops you. As you struggle to move free of the thick mist, you are suddenly taken aback by the appearance of an apparition of a face, the smiling face of a young, beautiful woman. You willingly came to a place from which I cannot escape, she says, her voice soft and seemingly distant. You are not, we are not so very different, both seekers of that which may ultimately be unobtainable. Before you can respond, the face and the mist Fade swiftly from view, leaving you alone in the passage. Okay, that. And I think that's everything in this cave. No, there's no more goblin. A heavy silence fills the gloomy passage in the wake of his defeat. Now, what chief? Those goblins infested this lonely outpost. Your every thought is now bent on finding your way out of this dreary maze. And returning to the keep to announce the success of your mission. Yep, nothing. Time to leave the cave. You're standing dust into the south of the dark mouth of a well-hidden cave, just inside the southern edge of the warming wood. The rugged, hilly forest terrain that surrounds the cave provide ample cover should you wish to west here. Now this isn't a grey box. Please note, your victory over the Nanrock War Chief has driven the remainder of the Goblin Force in the cave. You may continue to explore the cave if you wish, or you may return to Sangar Keep to complete your mission. Alright, I'm going to west first. That restores everything. You tuck yourself away into a concealed nook between two moss-covered rocks in a dense patch of nearby wood. And set about getting some much needed rest. Please continue. Travel. So, Southern Soundguard. To Soundguard Keep. You return to Soundguard, your return to Soundguard Keep is met with a hero's welcome by Thakir and several of his field commanders who are present in his chamber to overhear the news of your victory over the Nauanok. 
and four commanders, each of them grey-haired, battle-hardened warriors. I notably impressed and commend your skill and bravery repeatedly for taking their leave of you and Thakir, to return to oversee the soldiers for whom they ultimately bear responsibility. You have these old warlords fighting over you if you're not careful, last Thakir. You've made a definite impression on them. And on me. Thakir closes the door to his chamber and lowers his voice. The commander of all the forces gathered at Sangar Keeps looks you squarely in the eye and again tells you you've already made a favourable impression on him. He's precisely what I've been waiting for, Tally's Junior, he says, gripping your shoulders and smiling. I've had just the faintest inkling of dread that, that we've that we've been too complacent as a force fully assembled here. Who I dare say I would not wish to second guess our good fame. For even I am only given to know what he, what he feels necessary for me to concern myself with. Fakura steps back and leans against the long table around which the other commanders have been gathered when you entered. I'd hoped, to be honest with you, that some of the great heroes of this age might seem fit to lend their hand to this course, which is indeed a worthy one, he says. One never has to wait long by the side of any fight tale, any fire to hear tales of soup, and admit to you, Tallies Junior, that I never tire of them. But I suppose that waiting for the likes of soup is to rely on hope, and hope will not avail us here. You do your best to maintain your composure, the mention of your name, but you have no doubts that Thakir's sentiment is genuine, and is even even infers, nor is insinuating anything by his remark. Still, he says, as a smile retired to his face, don't feel I've been forced to settle for less. Not for the likes of you, Tallius Junior. As if we haven't heard tales of your deeds before. Long indeed must that list be. No matter. There will be plenty that can be spun. Spun over. Spun over you by the time our work is done here. Oh, I'm, I'm from way, way down south. Way down south. You give Fakir a full accounting for a mission, giving only the few deals you do not feel you feel do not merit mention, you wish to keep to yourself. He listens with great interest as you describe your battle with the armless Nowak war chief. An armless Nowak might be more dangerous than a free armed troll, he says. A savage and relentless Talis Junior. I discovered in just my short time on this island. Never forget that. When in the course of your account you tell Tallies the small flat stone you found next to the goblin chief's body, his eyes open wide and he laughs. He moves over to a small table against the far wall and lists from it, from its clustered surface, a similar stone, which he probably tosses to you. You're shocked to discover the stones are identical. I found that on the body of a goblin archer I cut down on the first patrols I led north of the got outer markers, he says. Thought it was aware we are fired, mind you. Something quite rare. It's common as bad silver, more like it seems. Oh well, keep yourself telling Junior. Maybe you'll find yourself a collector of them. You thank him for the stone and place both of the curious items safely in amongst your belongings. This is small etched stone number two. This small, flat stone bears the crude etching of a hawk in flight.
This one was given to you by Tharkir, after we saw that you possessed an identical stone. Length, you take your leave of Thakir, and the commander once again commends you on the success of your mission, and tells you who you know will have no end of tasks suited to your skills if you are up for the challenge. You assure him you are, and he smiles. Go rest yourself then, he says, laughing, and keep yourself out of trouble. I need you to be walking the narrow path, Tallis Jr. I say that in a fatherly way, mind you. Go on then, get yourself some rest. Vakir sees you to the door and thanks you again, closing the heavy oaken panel behind you as you step out onto the wide passage outside his chamber. As you turn to move away from his door, you become aware of a figure leaning up against the wall at the far end of the corridor. Just look away. Luakan and his face is, t- is turned in your direction. Pretend to take no notice of him, but you are certain he is watching you. As you reach the opposite end of the hall from where Commander's advisor lurks, you turn and are not surprised to discover his face is still turned towards you. Though you can't tell for certain from this distance, you're willing to wager the look displayed on his thin, sour face. Something only slightly better than a glare. 2048 experience for General and this quest, this adventure, in fact, is complete. The next one is four days outside the hold. Anything else from fuck here? Nope. That is the next quest. That's a pretty long quest. So I'm going to set that. We'll have to wait for next time. So another west. I'm gonna save. And until until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.